Hey, listeners. Today, The Read is brought to you by Audible. Do you like reading as much as we do? Support Audible for supporting us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read to get your 30-day free trial and free audiobook. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D to get started for free. You'll find everything you're looking for and more. Get going with your new account today. Now, let's go. All right. All right. The read back again. Here we are. I'm Pastor Troy. I'm Bobby Christina. And this is The Read. Yay. All right. It's just, here we are again, like another week. I can't believe that we're still doing this show. Yeah, you thought that no one would ever listen to it. I did. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Anyway. Well, contrary to your previous belief. Yeah. I guess it got a little crazy. Shout out to Arise uh, Entertainment 360 for having us on the show. Yeah. If week. you missed it, we were on TV last week, which was extremely nerve wracking. And ugh, I was just like sick about it. But I guess it went okay. Uh, I mean, when you find out that you're going to be broadcasted live to 60 million homes across yeah, the world. That's that is the moment that I had a fit when I was like, oh, shit. So, but I guess, you know, we didn't curse on air, so it couldn't have been that bad. I'm so proud of myself for keeping my language together <laughs> on live television. Because that's so difficult for me. God was really with us. He really and truly if was. If you missed it, check out SoFurious.com. He's got a blog post up with the link, the yeah. YouTube link to the show. And you can see us when we were on TV talking about this shit. So. All right. Well, let's talk about this shit some more. Let's do it. Chad Johnson. Some of y'all call him Ocho Cinco, although I don't know why, because that's not what his mama named him. But I think he legally changed his name to that. I don't care. It's not oh, what okay. his mama named him. All right. Well, that's fine. Chad Johnson um, was in court this week and got into trouble. <laughs> yes, he did. He was on parole, or is on parole, mm-hmm. for the time that he did that E-Honda headbutt yep. to Evelyn from Basketball Wives <laughs> while they were married. <laughs> And he violated those two weeks they were married. Yeah, those two smooth weeks, those fourteen whole days. That shit was a mess. So he was on parole and was in court, cop to plead with the judge that I guess was favorable for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the judge, I guess, asked what, like, if he was satisfied with his attorney. Chadrick decided to <laughs> slap his attorney, who was a guy, by the yeah. way, on the butt mm-hmm. in the middle of the courtroom. And then I think he said, like, some silly little joke or something. I don't remember. And then, like, some people in the court laughed. Yeah. And I would, what is the lady's name? Because this judge was like, oh, girl, not on my watch, bitch. I, I can't remember. remember her name. I don't remember the judge's name. But mama said, oh, so, girl, you think this is a joke? Right. Like, you think this shit is funny. You're not taking this very seriously. You're not going to walk over there? You're not going to walk over there? (laughs) You're out. Out. You're out of it. (laughs) Let's start the process, shall we? So the judge basically said, girl, this shit ain't funny. And clearly you think this is a game. So I'm going to show you who the fuck I am on today. And you can't play with me. So she threw his ass in jail. And he has to, basically, the last I heard, he's going to be in jail for 30 days. Yep, 30 days for being wildly inappropriate in the courtroom. And a lot of people have said i think i've heard two different sides like i've heard people say you know she was really overreacting and it's not that serious and then i've heard way more people say oh chosenko needs to get his shit together and grow the fuck up like who do you think you are girl this is a courtroom there's no time for and it's i guess it seemed i can see how people think 30 days is a little much for that but i also see the judge's side of it you're in court because 
because at the root of it, you had butted your wife like in That's the uterus the or whatever. <laughs> so the fact that you really didn't do any jail time and you're not like facing serious charges for that ought to be enough to keep a nigga humble. This is the thing. If you're in court and you're the defendant or you've done something wrong or what the fuck ever, just please humble your wig and act like you have some damn sense. Just act humble. Act humble somber. your wig. <laughs> act remorseful. Even if you don't feel that way, just Act like it because there's nothing judges love more than to take assholey, bratty people, especially people like Ojo Zingo, and just throw their asses in jail just because they can. It's like it's like Candy Crush, man. <laughs> like they just they want they're not going to stop. Judges wake up in the morning like, who can I throw in who jail? Who can today? I put in jail today? And I mean, don't give her a reason if you're not taking. The and that was a stupidest way to get thrown in jail, girl. So dumb. Like, not only did you get like a plea with these people that was so great for you, didn't have to serve any jail time. Come on. Like, and you violated your parole. You already did something wrong, but you were put on parole for that, and then you are you still fucking up. Right. This isn't the first time he's violated his parole his parole since then. Probation. Uh, probation. Yeah. So. Why? Like, this is the dumbest way <laughs> to get thrown in jail. Why would you tap your, like, you're 35. He's 35 years 35 old. 35 years old. AKA too goddamn old for this shit. Like, when are you niggas going to stop asking? I'm tired of these bald-headed ass, dark chocolate niggas acting <laughs> like they're 16 years old. Kirk Frost, I got a word for your ass, too. From Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh. Bitch. First of all, sis, listen, we already have cracked your bussy open wide like, as all outside. So, all right, you have this wife over here. And OK, if you're going to use this lady, if she's going to be your beard, just stick to it. Right. But just stick to the script. At the root of all of that, I just have to say, girl, like, why are you going to stop? Like, stop acting like a 15 year old. What's How the wrong? fuck did Rashida get pregnant? Oh, because you nutted in her. <laughs> That's it. That's how it works. You act like you didn't sleep with her and she just popped up pregnant. Like, girl. She's not the Virgin Mary. Okay. She just wake up out of bed one day and be like, hey. This hey is girl. not your first time at the rodeo. You know how this works. Yes. You have, like, he has a shitload of kids. <laughs> to accuse your wife of cheating on you on national television, even if it is fake, even if it is for reality TV, that shit is so gross. And, and then, then to be like, ugh. oh, well, I feel like you did this on purpose because you stopped taking the pill. And she's like, girl, but I. I told you that I wasn't going to take them anymore right, so. because it puts my body through all of this bullshit and I'm stressing my body out, not yours. So I told you that I was going to stop using these pills, yet you still decided. You know what's wrong with niggas? They act like it's women's fault for getting pregnant. Like they didn't fuck women. Like you don't understand that having sex with a woman can possibly result in children. Newsflash, dumbass motherfuckers. If you have sex with a woman, even if you use a condom, even if she's on the pill, even if a million other fucking things could have happened. I mean, unless the bitch just doesn't have a uterus, she could possibly get pregnant. And I don't know how you don't know that. So for him to get on TV and act like a giant fucking this is child. Your wife. Like, it's not like it was Jocelyn. It's not some jump off, right? It's not Jocelyn where you could be like, okay, I mean, you are kind of a cum dumpster. It could be anybody. Like, this is your fucking wife. Come on now. The f- My girl, that's what she gets for marrying Candyman. And then fucking Ocho Cinco, to come back to him, told the judge, oh, like, she was like, you don't seem to be taking this very seriously. Like, it's all just fun and games for you. And he was like, oh, no, my life is in shambles, this, this, this. First of all, don't talk like a Twitter nigga because my life is in shambles is something I never want to hear in real life. Right. And secondly, any any fool can log on the internet and see you flirting with girls 
on Twitter. Any fool can take a look at your Instagram and see you flying all over the place and twit picking yourself in all these exotic locations and being rich. So don't. If that is what shambles, if that's what you call shambles, then sign me up for shambles, girl. He's like Joe Budden, but his career just lasted a little bit longer. Yeah. He is like Joe, like, right. Like, you were hot for a while when you were in the league. You're not in the league anymore. Obviously, you still have money, but you don't have a job. And so I guess you just have really nothing to do other than scheme on girls on the Internet and twit pick yourself. But you should have definitely exercised a little humility in the courtroom that day. But I mean, I guess 26 or whatever days from now, you're going you're going to get out. And hopefully you've learned your lesson. Grow the fuck up is the moral of this story. Calm your edges down. Bitch. That's it. We don't have time. your edges are everywhere, girl. Relax them. So get you some Dax, whatever you need. But speaking, lay them edges down. <laughs> speaking of um, trouble with the law. Oh, shit. Two chains. Two chains. Oh, my God. You know who a rapper is? Oh, no. Like, I could not identify him, but I know that. <laughs> I have so much hope. No, if he walked in, just as a side note, rappers come through the studio where we tape fairly frequently, and I never have any idea who the fuck they are. Any of them. Never. So, if <laughs> Two Chains walked in here right now, I would have no idea who he is, but I do at least know that. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, Two Chains was robbed at gunpoint a few days <laughs> That's ago. That's not funny. I'm in not gonna San lie. Francisco. What? <laughs> right. I mean, I don't really. How you get robbed a good point in San Francisco? No, but bitch, how are you gonna say that's not funny? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not so... gonna laugh. And then you are in San Francisco. Well, because I mean, robbed at gunpoint. I'm thinking L.A. or Miami South or New side, York, Chicago, right? Nigga, San Francisco, where everybody is gay and like rides the trolley and shit. Like everybody is happy there. What's the problem? How do you get? Okay, whatever. I don't know, but but he was supposed to be doing this uh, like summer jam like concert in Oakland. And oh, Oakland, yeah, That's but I don't really, I don't know much about like the Bay Area, yeah, and I don't know exactly how it all comes together, like geographically, uh huh. But anyway, apparently, he was being targeted by some people who wanted to rob him. They pulled out a gun, his whole entourage started running, he ran, and somehow the police got there when San Fran cops got there, mm-hmm. um. He basically told him that he didn't want to cooperate and he was going to just handle the situation himself. And the only thing that they stole was his wallet. What? Okay. And so, this, sound, this sounds a little fishy, but all yeah, right. it sounds a little sketchy. And then he went on and he did the concert anyway. Just a few days later. Just a few short days later. And when I say a few days, I mean, literally like maybe one and a half. Yeah, I think it was like the next day. He was arrested in in LAX in the airport mm-hmm. over there for carrying promethazine and marijuana. What? Exactly. He's since been released. I just and has gotten back to promoting his upcoming sophomore album. That has to be a felony charge. It has to. But it has to. What? Like, where were you? It's just like Miguel all over again. Where were you going? Where, <laughs> where were you? Did you know you were going to be at LAX, which is a huge fucking airport? Did you know that marijuana is illegal and you can't take it with you on a goddamn airplane? Like, what, girl? What? Who does this? You can't just take weed on a plane. What? Why do I have to say that to niggas? It's 2013. <laughs> Why do you have to say this to people? 
hey, y'all, just in case you were considering it, don't take weed on a fucking airplane. Don't yeah. try to take weed through TSA because TSA is going to be like, skirt. Wait a minute. Right. That's illegal. It's just like MTA saying, please stand away from the platform edge. It's like, 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 why do we, I have to tell you that? Yeah, like, why do we have to tell you that maybe you shouldn't stand so close? Like, there's a train coming. Like, we already put this yellow line here. Like, it's just like, it's all mapped out for And you. it's a big ass yellow line, too. It's not like a strip. It's a wide, if you've ever been in New York, it's a wide ass yellow line in the subway telling you to stay away from this part because this, these are the tracks. And if you fall down and this giant, hurtling train comes at you girl that's the end that's it you're not bouncing back from that there's nothing after it <laughs> you, if you're on the if you're on the tracks and the train's coming girl you better hurry up and get to that little space in the middle like between and layer the southbound and the northbound something I don't know what you're gonna do but chances are excellent you're going to die why do we have to tell you to stand away and every time Seriously, almost every time you hear on the news that somebody died from being on the tracks, it's because they were doing something goddamn stupid, like trying to hurry up and cross before the train except came. Except for the last or, few months when people were pushing them. Right. Except for that spree when it was just like, ah, kill niggas on the train. Other than that, it's always like people who are like, oh, well, I dropped my phone and wanted to go down and get it. Like, So you just died behind a Samsung you Galaxy. You have asked someone from MTA to get it. They you, will get it They will you. get it for you may be a little delayed, but at least you will be alive. The point is, we shouldn't have to tell you niggas this simple shit. File this under, what the fuck were you thinking? Because it's marijuana. And then, what made it worse is that, like, he was, he posted a vine, like, the day before he got arrested, I think. Yeah. And he was, like, in a hotel room or something. And on the vine, you could very clearly see he had, like, the cough syrup. He had the Sprite and the big cups. He was smoking weed on the vine. Like, it's like, how... Like, wh- I can't be believe... secretive. Niggas still drink syrup after PMC died. I can't believe that. Like, what? I just, girl, look, do whatever you want. But if you know shit is illegal, how about you don't put it on the goddamn internet? Like, is it that hard? Is it that hard? All right. Well, Come on, two chains. Oh, more legal troubles. Oh shit. Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you haven't heard, <laughs> this sorry, past, this is so funny. Yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> this past weekend was LA Pride. That's all happening in LA. This last weekend was LA Pride. Yeah. Sierra was booked to perform live. Strangely. Which I'm going to come right back around to because it's an integral part of this whole entire It story. is. She was asked to perform live. Um, and allegedly she had made some kind of agreement with some other club in West Hollywood that she was going to be making appearance there and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And so the people from the club or the promoters or whoever filed a lawsuit against her for not appearing hit factories club. Yeah. For not making the appearance. Well, I've heard of Hit Hit Factory. Not the recording studio. Oh, just kidding. Um so since everybody knew where Sierra was going to be, some bitch had all of the balls. And this is everything. This is legendary. On camera to approach Sierra mm-hmm. while she is on stage performing. That's it. And handed her the legal document. Yeah, you have been served. They yeah. served her on while she was on stage in the middle of a performance. 
that's some boss bitch shit right there. I love it. Whoever did that, I tip my hat to you, my nigga, because that right there was everything. Look. I'm sorry, Sierra, that's hilarious. Sierra got the papers. She did. She saw it, I guess, and then she just kind of tossed it back. Oh, that doesn't ruin your performance? And then continued to perform. Oh, I would have been kind of sick to my stomach. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, fuck. This is a lawsuit. And they just served it to me on stage. So here is my problem mm-hmm. with this entire situation. Okay. Rihanna did not have to text those people and tell them <laughs> where Sierra was going to be. <laughs> she just didn't have to do it. Like, I just feel in my spirit like Rihanna has something to do with it. Why would Rihanna, who is on a world tour, know anything about Sierra performing because in clubs for gay pride? fucking with her. She just <laughs> loves it. And I feel like this is just, I feel like she's like Mandark. Remember their, their twins? Like, I feel I'm like sorry. she's just like an eagle, like you nemesis. always just take me down. Remember a few years ago when they had like their Twitter fight and Sierra was like, you don't want to see me on or off stage. And Rihanna was like, good luck booking that stage. Exactly. Like, God damn it. That is funny. And why I said I was going to come back around to it being when she performed. This is why, I, like, it was so funny. I'm sure I watched it at least 37 times. No, it's hilarious. But at the same time, I feel kind of bad because it's like... When you think of it from the performer's perspective, and one thing about Sierra is that usually she will give you a show because she dances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's kind of fucked up when you're like in this mindset where you're trying to entertain these people who came out to watch her perform. Mm-hmm. And then like the performer is like thrown off by some bullshit or like the performance is overshadowed by some bullshit because you wanted to either heckle them or slap the person on the ass right. or like serve them lots of paper, which... <laughs> It's hilarious, but at the same time, it's kind of fucked up. Then when you think about it, it's like, how many times is Sierra actually going to touch a stage again? (laughs) But you know what? If you booked Sierra and you paid for Sierra and the bitch didn't show up for your event, you would have been like, oh, girl, I don't give a fuck about your little illegal ass. I mean, well, that's alleged. Right. Well, whatever. Apparently. We still don't even know if that shit is true, but. I honestly feel like this is like if you people feel, just the universe is just not here for Sierra. It's not. All. But if you feel enough of a way about Sierra, like obviously they were offended enough by what she did to, first of all, file a lawsuit oh my, and secondly, serve it to her ass on stage. Like that's not something you do for the fun of it. You have feelings behind that. Oh, like, but when, when the cameras came back after Sierra tossed that fucking paper, the papers back, uh-huh. homegirl who gave it to her was key king. Like she was laughing her ass <laughs> off. Like she got the paper. She was served. She tossed it back when she got it. That's she it. looks so pleased with herself. So, I mean, I'm not even going to give them too much. I just think it's kind of fucked up. Like for the people who were there and, you know, fans of hers, how this kind of overshadows it or whatever. But, but, I mean, at the same time, if I was in the position for, of the people from the club, if I booked this bitch and I paid her or whatever, and she it. was supposed to come to my thing, I would have did the exact same thing. I don't thing. give no fucks about your feelings. I don't give a shit that you were on stage. I don't care about your raggedy ass fans. That's what they get for being Sierra fans. <laughs> you know what? If you if you violated the contract you had with me, bitch, I'll serve you wherever the fuck I can. And I'm not going to feel no way about it. So, Sierra, the lesson from this is just that if you if sign a contract or whatever, just make sure that your body just keep it, girl. Like what is going on at the right venue? You're not busy enough to be missing out on on contractual appearances. Yeah, it just doesn't. You're not that busy. Who do you think you're not even Rihanna? Like, you're just not that busy, girl. So show up to where you said you'd be. And if all this is just, you know, Sierra was completely in the right and they never booked her or whatever, then, of course, I'll feel a different way about it. But as it stands, whatever. Well, on a lighter note, moving forward. Okay. Let's talk about Miley Cyrus. Oh, Lord. Uh, 
I was hoping you would not do this. Yeah. Okay, fine. Miley Cyrus was at a recent Juicy J concert, which I could just stop right there. You could. That is enough of the story. That is really like, I could just it's be It's not done. even a full sentence and it's enough. We could go from there. Miley Cyrus was at a Juicy J concert this past weekend, I believe. Like, and why? he was performing like all of his ratchet hits, mm-hmm. including Bands Make Her Dance. And Miley came out on the stage in these like Cirque du Soleil striped pants and this like little crop top or something. I don't remember. And she began to twerk, quote unquote. <laughs> right. And she began to do what she calls twerking. Right. And she was just all over the stage with it. I mean, she was holding on to the speaker. She was trying to do like the twerk team kick. She was trying to make her ass roll like some 24s. Like she was really going for it. And I just feel like Billy Ray. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Poor, poor Billy Ray. Because there's no way that you look at your baby at a JCJ concert, 20 years old, drop it down low and get her eagle on. And you're just like, that's my baby. Yeah. There's no way like, you're like, yep. I did a good job with that one. <laughs> Although, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to a concert and, you know, dancing and having fun. Right. But, I mean, that, that man is surely. She's young. She's having fun. I get it. But it's just like, Miley, girl, it just feels like you're trying too hard. That's what I was getting It doesn't to. feel genuine from you. It feels like you got a taste of this. And you're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Black people music. Yeah. That's what I was getting And now it's just kind of, I what like her, but what is this? of these young white pop stars? stars and they're like strange burning desire to be ratchet it gets on my nerves i don't even think you know how white people are when they get a hold of something no shade to white people but when y'all find out words that we've been using for years and years and concepts and dances and stuff when y'all get a hold of it, y'all really fuck it up and just turn it into i don't know what the fuck like the harlem shake like like the goddamn harlem shake which has been around for i don't even know how long but and now with the word ratchet white people think every fucking thing is ratchet when white people discovered ghetto that was a bad day for them oh yeah because white people start calling every fucking thing ghetto like girl don't do that around me and now with this twerking shit, it's just like, oh, God, I was in Times Square like a but few weeks no ago. But no shade, like, like, Juicy J had her ass on that stage doing it. Well, why wouldn't he? I don't really know who Juicy J is, but I feel like Miley Cyrus is more famous than he Bitch, is. Bitch, you don't know who Juicy J is from 3-6 Mafia? Oh, oh, shit. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Sorry. <laughs> no, I totally know who Juicy J is. Just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> Like, all right. Well, I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with with white people Never enjoying. Mind. I don't have a problem with white people enjoying urban culture at all. I don't. I think that it's fun if you see whoever on in these videos shaking their asses and twerking and stuff, and you want to do it too. It's fun. It just gets to a point sometimes with certain people where it just feels like you're trying too hard. I feel like Justin Bieber tries way too hard. Like, girl, no, you're a little sis, you're a little flower right. from Canada. <laughs> And girl, don't, like you could put on all the Supras and you could put on all the backward snapbacks. You can put on all the fucking harem pants you want to and try and be one of these black hipster girls online. Hang out with all the young money girls. Do whatever the fuck you want to. At the end of the day, girl, we know who you are. Stop. Like when it just becomes right. a thing where you're not being genuine, it gets annoying. That little low Anthony girl from YouTube. I watched one of his videos and I just was like, how do people find this entertaining? First of all, she's like 12. Secondly, You're a baby. Like, I can barely even say anything about you because you are a fucking infant. Every time I hear anything, and it's no shade because 
people now like I support other YouTubers, uh-huh. but like almost every single time I see a quote from him or hear that he said something, it's about how he said some shit is ghetto or he called somebody a black bitch or he's trying to see. Nope. 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 It's just, it's like no more. No, no. Thank you. There's a difference between seeing something that black people are doing or, you know, maybe learning about something and being like, Oh, that's cool. I like that and enjoying it. And then being like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to take that and turn it into my own thing. And I'm going to do it just like you guys. Like I'm one of you and see me being like you like, girl, relax. What is the problem? Right, Just have fun and stop being so. Can't angry. you just watch it or listen to it and let that be that. I did it with Jeopardy all my life, and I never tried to be one of you, but I watched your television program every day, and my dad gave me a dime for every question I got right. Your daddy did more than mine did. <laughs> you watch, oh, listen, watching Jeopardy with my daddy used to be the shit. My daddy was like the smartest person I've ever met, and every time I got one of the questions right, he would give me a dime, or he allegedly gave me a dime. I'm pretty sure he owes me hundreds, but... <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, the point is that you can enjoy something without trying to take it away from people and like turn it into your own thing and but i do i like stupid. miley cyrus so it just sucks for me because it's like oh i really don't but even when you like somebody you have to admit when they're wrong or when they're doing something that's she just ugh. did a song with with snoop dogg called ashtrays and like heartache or something and allegedly said My- she wanted a black sound to like her single yeah all right let's yeah <laughs> I wish y'all could see Kiffy's face right then. It was just like utter disgust. Like I love, I love white people, but girl, like y'all aren't dumb. So I'm just like, <laughs> like you just come on. Like, oh okay. Like you're not like. Come I on. get it. I get it. All right, Kanye. Oh, Kanye. God. Ugh. Okay. Kanye did probably one of the most in-depth interviews that he's done in a long time uh-huh. with the New York Times. He did. Um, and he covered a few things. So I'm just going to give you a few of these quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, starting with Taylor Swift. Yep. They asked him about, I guess, um, him apologizing to Taylor Swift for snatching that damn microphone out of her hand at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just blamed the apology on peer pressure. Yep. Which I think is fabulous. He said, like, he wasn't, he had, he was not remorseful. He had no regrets, but he felt a lot of peer pressure. To apologize, and so he apologized, but he didn't mean it. So that's so. And if anybody's waiting on an apology, you can you might as well just pack it up, take a shower, and go home because you're not getting one. Nope. I mean, okay, Kanye. The Grammys. He said that um, he's never won like a, a Grammy against a white person before, and he's mentioned something about when Niles Barkley and Justin Timberlake were up for Album of the Year, and Justin lost and he looked over to Justin and said, Do you want me to go up stage for you? Because I'll like I'll go up on the stage. Right. And like fight for you. And I think he threw that in there to kinda like take away some of the side eye from when he said he wasn't fucking with suit and tie. Like I think he wanted people to know that he does, you know, like or respect Justin. Right. He just had a, a moment about that song. Justin still shaded his ass on SNL, so Yeah, he did. But mm-hmm. oh well. More importantly, he talked about um his baby mama. Oh, is that the more importantly part? He talked about his baby mama and um, becoming a father. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Oh, he yeah. Giving me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but he said um, about Kim, he said, I'm the type of rock star that likes to have a girlfriend, you know. Please note that he said he likes to have a girlfriend. Okay. 
can say anything about a wife. Listen, don't do this. He did not say anything. He did not even hint about the idea of marriage. He said, I'm the type of rock star I like to have a girlfriend. He said some very positive things about Kim. No, I'm getting there. Okay. He said, I'm the type of soul that likes to be in love and likes to be able to focus. And that inspires me. They asked him about keeping up with the Kardashians. He said that he didn't want to do the show because of the black, the backlash he got from it when he decided not to be on it. Or when he decided to be on it. Well, he said, you know, the amount of backlash I got from it is when I decided to not be on the show anymore. Right. So I guess because of that, he decided he didn't want to be in it. And he's just kind of like, you know. I think he just wants to like be in love and be quiet. He's mentioned in terms of being a father. He said one of the things um, that is important to me is he just wants to be protective and he wants to protect his child and his child's mother. Right. And he said, it's my baby. It's not America's baby. Right. But I feel like that just kind of rolls. But back you kind of had it. You it's... had this baby with America's pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of is America's baby. You know, it's kind of, it's half of ours. <laughs> it's kind of like it's some of ours. Like, <laughs> no, I thought what Kanye said about Kim around. was very, I thought it was very nice. And I think it's very important. It's the way that I've always felt that he felt about them. I think I mentioned this on the show before that I feel like he loves that woman. And, you know, he's excited to be a father. I think that he would be a decent dad. But at the same time. The weird shit, like him dressing up like Fog at the damn baby shower. Right. And him, you know, this album that I hear is like like hipster rock dance Euro. It's a little bit of everything. Rap. Like, yeah, this album that I heard is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, all of these things that people have been putting him all over the blog stuff for, I think that he's just feeling the pressure of this baby. I don't know. Maybe, you know, because he's been in love with Kim Kardashian for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Or he's been fucking her I mean, for a while. when I read the New York Times interview, I honestly did not focus on the parts about Kim Kardashian at all. I was way more interested in the music. The only reason I'm even discussing the bitch is because it ties into the fact that he's about to be a daddy. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't say anything about this either. Like, the bigger picture here is about is that Kanye West, who is a talent, is going to be a father. I don't give a fuck about Kim <laughs> Kardashian or and her motherhood. Like, I don't care about it at oh, all. Damn. Like, the reason it comes back around to all of this is just because Kanye is about to be a dad. Right. I don't give a fuck that Kim Kardashian's about to be a mom and it's no shade well what he said about being a father in parenthood i thought was really important um because i think a lot of men feel like they can have a baby with a girl and not be married to her and as long as they're a good dad you know as long as they treat their child okay then it's fine but i think it's really important for your children to see that even though you aren't together their their parents love and respect each other like i think that's so important for kids yeah, to see. even I if they are married i think it's important for your children to see that mommy and daddy or whomever have a lot of love and respect for each other i think that they have love and respect for each I other i do too so i'm glad that he said that because and he pointed out like i know that in 90 percent of these photos i look unhappy but whatever right girl. y'all but, just have to I mean, stay mad i don't care about any of that shit i'm sure that he's excited to be a dad i'm sure that he's madly in love mm-hmm. and all of that is great but what I'm saying is, he even says in the same quote, as simple as that, I just don't want to talk to America about my family. But it's like, what did you think? And that's why I said he's been in love with her for such a long time. Maybe it's like, he just now realized, like, oh shit, this bitch is like, 
like, I don't know, did it take you this long? Because so, I just can't understand how else you would justify a statement like that where you're saying, well, I don't want to talk to America about my family. That's all that your baby mama does is like, talk to America about her and her family. She wouldn't be famous if she didn't talk to America about her family. So what do you, that's where the conflict to me it's, comes in. Her family is her business. Telling people. Literally. Telling people her business is, is her, her business. business. So that just don't that like that don't really add up, Kanye. But this is the woman you chose to procreate with at this point. I mean, maybe Kim is going to back off from all the reality bullshit. I would love it if she would have this baby and be like, OK, we've done 17 seasons of this show right. and we have more money than we can fucking count like three times over like Kanye West is my baby Kanye daddy West I don't my have baby to work father. I don't ever have to work again my kids kids don't have to work like I'm just gonna go ahead and be done yeah. and just be a mom and leave all this bullshit alone I would love it if that would happen I would have so much more respect for her if that would happen I just don't think that it's going to be. right that's exactly how I feel about it I just it's Kim Kardashian, and if she's not getting attention from, like, the world, then what is her purpose? That is what she does. I think but, at the very most, what might happen, and this is a strong might, is that she might have the baby and then fall off of the scene, maybe, like, take, a, like, maybe a year mm-hmm. to just focus on being a mom, and you might not see that much about her. Right. But then once that baby's, like, a year old, she's going to be, like, fighting for, like, a spinoff. Well, Another I was one. I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking that Kim would still be around after she has little chameleon or whatever and fulfill all of her contractual obligations. Every her Kardashian collection and Chroma and whatever the fuck else them hoes came out with. Which, by the way, that Chroma shit is ugly. It's ugly and it looks like it's made for hood rats. It, <laughs> Period. I just saw it for the, the first it, time this past weekend. Girl, it's it looks so ugly. Off. I saw it in Ricky's and I was like, girl, why? Like, this is a mess. But... I feel like, you know, she's going to get her body back and she's going to bounce right back. Like all this baby weight or whatever. Six weeks after she drops this baby, Kim Kardashian is going to be stunning again. Finish all the shit she has to do with her sisters and then be like, well, I had enough of this bullshit. But Kanye is not with it. And if the paparazzi run up on this child, Kanye is going to jail. So, yeah, because one thing I think that Kim, when she's like in love with guys, it's shown that she kind of like. She seems a little bit more submissive and like, like when he came over to the house and was like, all this shit you have in your closet, get rid of it. Right. I don't care if you burn it. I don't care if you give it away. It needs to be gone. And she was like, well, girl, pack the shit up. My man don't like Take it. Take all of it. I don't care what you do with it. Take it to Goodwill or whatever the fuck. <laughs> so I don't know. I would love it if she, cause I kind of feel like if she falls out of the spotlight, then the rest of the family spotlight is going to be weird because she's kind of the center of it. Right. So I would love it if she does and the rest of it falls apart and they give Mason his own show. I don't show. think Chris Jenner will allow that. Chris Jenner won't let what she has worked so hard for just die. I want them to give Mason his own show. <laughs> so you can sit one. there and watch Mason like eating Play-Doh and doing nothing. I will literally watch. Like I'll watch it. I'm not going to watch Mason Disick do anything unless he calls Blue Ivy Carter to come over and she does it. Blue Ivy... How many times do I have to tell you the blood has blocked <laughs> all of these people? Blue Ivy don't even know who Mason is again. Like, girl, who? Blue Ivy's one of her three assistants is going to come over and say, Miss Ivy, um, so Mason is, girl, get, get a shit out of my fucking face. <laughs> all the Kardashian bullshit aside, I really feel like the Kanye interview with the New York Times was very good and it made me excited for his album. Rick Rubin said that it was phenomenal and like unbelievable and, yeah. and apparently Rick like helped him to 
make it more minimalist, which I'm, I'm just excited to hear it because I really love Kanye. He had some amazing I'm sure it's going to be good. I really, like, I'm excited for it because, like I said before on other shows, Kanye's my favorite rapper and I just love One him. One of the very few who you actually know. One of the very few rappers that I can actually identify yes. by name and face. So I love him and I really want him to do well. And I know that family means a lot to him. He said in the interview that his mom was basically his family. And then he just really didn't want to talk too much about Miss Donda anymore. So I feel like he family also likened himself to Steve Jobs. He did. And I mean, out of context, it sounds did, weird. Yeah. Cause but it if kind you of sounded like the he interview, was saying, it makes sense. It kind of sounded like he was saying that. Steve Jobs died so he could live. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit. It kind of sounds like. But I understood what he was trying to say. Right. If you read all everything that came up before that, like all of it in context, it makes sense. But if you just take out a paragraph or so and you just quote it, then it sounds like Kanye's out of his damn mind. I personally read it, read the interview, and and with every question, I was just like, "This is the Kanye I love." Like he's making, like I understand what he's saying, and I just I'm looking forward to the album. I really want to hear it. Alrighty, so well, that's our stuff for today. All right, woo! All right, listeners, we all know that you know we love to read, but have you been keeping up with your reading? It's that's so, the better question. It's so important. Check out Audible; they make it so easy to do all of your reading with their huge collection of audiobooks. So you can grab a free audiobook and a free thirty-day trial. Right now at audiblepodcast.com slash read. Again, it's a great way to support us. We love making this show free for you, and we love offering you some cute deals. You guys already know that you can play Audible audiobooks on hundreds of different devices. It doesn't matter if you've got the newest, most fun electronic device. Audible most likely works on it. If you have a Kindle, you can switch back and forth between listening and reading without losing your place. You can download the New York Times bestseller books. You can download audiobooks that will help you learn a new language. Audible is really just amazing. It's so much fun. And you can log on right now to take advantage of this special offer just for our listeners. You get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. And all you have to do is log on to audiblepodcast.com slash read in order to sign up. Remember to check out The Four Agreements. I've said it a million times. It's an awesome book, and it's on Audible right now for free. Try it out today. Audiblepodcast.com slash read. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D. You get your free audiobook and your 30 days free. Let's get back to the show. All right. Listener letters. All right. All right. All right. I all love right, this part. All right. Me too. And we have two updates this week. Remember, you can um, send us your your situationums. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice word. I feel like it's very creationary. <laughs> send them to asktheread at gmail.com. Yes. Please do not use any other email address. Please send them to asktheread at gmail.com. And we have an update today from Morgan. Remember Morgan, the nursing student and people... Like would call the white nurse yes. doctor and they always called her nurse. Anyway, yes. Morgan emailed us and said, since I emailed y'all, I have become a leader in the school in several organizations and I'm a clinic director for one of the student run free clinics in our city. I spend more time in the hospital with my African-American female surgeon mentor who is beyond sickening and she's teaching me how to navigate through these waters. That's it, sis. Work, Morgan. Can we get can we get a storm, Jesus? My best friend, one of my three best friends, is a black female doctor married to a black male doctor, and I just stand for them on that alone. Come through, Heavenly Father. I love to see black people entering into the healthcare 
field, especially nurses and doctors. So work, Morgan, do Get it. Get your hugs to belong. And remember Milani from last week? whose friend was supposed to be staying the night with like a guy and then the guy wasn't there and the brother was there and Milani was sleeping with the brother. That whole messy situation. Yes. Milani emailed us and said, hey guys, thanks for the advice. I guess I just needed to hear how stupid I was being from somebody other than my friends. Sometimes it's all you need. Sometimes it is. By the way, my quote unquote friend did know I was sleeping with the dude. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you were right. And she still did that dirty shit. So now I've cut her out of my life as well as him. Damn Skippy. He texted me to hang out this weekend and my reply was, eat a dick. What? <laughs> I'm officially done with fuck boys and slut ass friends. Yes. 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 Listen, say no to fuck boys is the hashtag and it's a movement. I can't even tell you how many emails I got from women who were like, girl, yes, somebody needed to say it. These niggas ain't shit and we're not taking it no more. Wait, hold up. How are you really about to be Khalees from the caught out there video with these <laughs> bitches walking down the street with bats and torches like we're not here for these fuck boys. You should do a parade. Sometimes you just need somebody to point it out and be like, you know what? That nigga ain't shit. And he ain't got no space to say nothing about me. You should Amen. Do an anti fuck boy parade. <laughs> Start from the Bronx and just come all the way down. Oh shit. We ain't never gonna <laughs> Okay. How go. about we not act like that, but we ain't never gonna make it out the Bronx if we do all that. Right. It's plenty right there. But anyway, let's get to the letters. Our first one's from Jay. Put on your listening ears. Okay. It says I was in a relationship with my girl for just over two years. We ended the relationship in October of 2011 and started messing around again in January of 2012. Okay. We found out she was pregnant last April. Oh, shit. We were both happy and nervous. Time goes on, and I went to a 4th of July party, and my friend was a little too drunk, slipped up, and told me that another friend slept with my girlfriend a few times. I confronted them about it, and of course they denied it. I let it go because I didn't have any evidence. Towards the end of her pregnancy, he would always ask how she was doing and want to come over to our place. When she went into labor, he was the first one to get to the hospital after me before both of our mothers. And that shit really threw me off. So I told him to come back tomorrow. The baby was born on Christmas Day. And as his color starts to come in, I notice he's really light. My girlfriend's on the darker side and I'm light, but my friend is light, bright and damn near white. So I just so happened to see a commercial about those at home DNA tests. And you know what I did? (laughs) Oh, you ain't shit. How you laughing some shit like that? Oh, you going to hell? Nope. You going to hell. I'm sorry because no. I just, no, I didn't mean to. Didn't mean Put on to. your gasoline jaws and fasten the seatbelt in your <laughs> no, fiery chariot, motherfucker, because you are I, going I'm to I'm not hell. laughing at them. I'm laughing because I forgot that there's like at-home DNA Ooh, you ain't shit. I swear. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at the fact that I'm okay. Anyway, <laughs> I couldn't do it right away because I didn't want to be hurt. But on May 3rd, I finally sent the DNA and all that back to the place. I had them send it to me by mail so I could have physical proof. I had the letter for a while, but I finally opened it on May 31st, and he isn't my son. I was so weak, I couldn't breathe, and it's so hard to look at him. Nobody knows that I took the DNA test or that I know the results. What I need help with is telling them that I know the whole deal and how to do that without going to prison. Please help. So when you end it like that, I feel so bad for like Yeah, you cackled them. I didn't mean to. Do you realize you can test for DNA at home? Why yeah, do people I still go on Mari? To get paid. Well, no, I don't think more. Mari does not pay you. Well, I don't know. Maybe just to be ratchet about. I used to always to do it for free to get a free DNA test. Mori pays for the DNA test. 
Oh, that's just ratchet. That is ratchet as fuck. But anyway. Sorry for laughing. Listen. Oh, Jay, I'm sorry. First, that, is, that is really horrible. heartbreaking. Oh, man. And your girlfriend has to know. She knows that you are not the father of that yeah, child. Yeah, she does. And so does um, the friend. And he this knows, too, right. Friend. He know That's why he was coming around all the time during her pregnancy. That's why he got to the hospital so damn fast, because that way he wanted to see his son. So how can you whip his ass without going to prison? Because he doesn't want to do that. So this is the thing. You can't whoop his ass without going to jail, because whooping somebody's ass is technically illegal. But what you can do is approach the both of them. I would say do this not around other people, but do it in a public place because niggas are 86% less likely to act a fucking ass if you (laughs) confront them at Starbucks as opposed to confront them in their living room. So what I want you to do, Jay, I know this is hard, but I want you to try to take some deep breaths, relax, and really plan this out. Don't go off of like what your heart is saying to do because your heart will get your ass in jail. Just relax about it. Think it through and have Tell each one of them that you need to talk to them. They're, they're going to know what's up. When does he get his ass whooped? He doesn't get his ass whooped. But that's not fair. We can't. I know normally I advocate for ass whooping, but you can't. You can't beat somebody's ass and expect not to go to jail. If you don't have a problem going to jail, by all means, please kick his ass. But if you're avoiding a felony, don't touch him. You just need to, first of all, make a copy of that letter. Make a few copies. Put the original somewhere safe. If you want to, you can move out, like just move out and then mail the DNA letter. That's a very true that thing to do. That would be sickening. That would be, yes. Well, how about you just Take move? all your shit with you. Take all your shit like overnight or whatever. Just get all your shit out. Mail her a letter. Mail him a letter. The copy of the DNA letter and be like, well, you know, have fun with your baby and have that be the end of that. But I know it's got to be heartbroken to heartbreaking to have a child, even for a few months. And think that he's yours and then find out that he isn't. That's just so fucking dirty. Not even just a few months, the anticipation leading up to it that you think, you know, this right, is about like to be your baby. The, so right. Like, the whole 40 weeks that she's just dating this nigga, you're excited because you're thinking you're having a baby and it's not yours. Like, that's just so rude. Why does nobody get their ass whipped in this story? Because he's trying to avoid jail. It's not fair. I don't. <laughs> he said how to do it without going to prison. Can't you, like, wouldn't the judge give him, like, a. Like a like a Ocho I'm also not no. I'm also not opposed to you publicly embarrassing them. If you want to do that, I think that's fine. If you want to scan a copy of the DNA letter and post it to Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all that scorned bitter nigga shit, I love it. So if you want to do that too, don't do that. Why not? Oh wait, wait. So he can whoop his ass, but he can't put the letter on the internet. No, because the only difference is with when you do things like that for the internet, when you do sons and shows and put like your personal business on the internet, it follows you for you just you you give people like permission to be in your business. Oh, like, but a forever. felony don't follow you, so no. But that's more like I feel like that's just more gratifying. <laughs> I would feel very gratified if somebody pulled some sneaky, dirty bitch shit like that to me, and I was like, oh, okay, well. Here's the DNA test results, and I am not the father. I would put that shit on Instagram, Vine, nigga, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all of it. Every social media network I could think of. All of it. And I would still mail a copy to her. And I would mail a copy to her. In fact, I would tell her mama. I would go tell her mama. Like, girl, your daughter is a lying asshole, and this child is not mine. Like, I would, that's the type of person I am when I exact revenge. I want to hurt you. I want to hurt your feelings. I want to make you cry. I want to make you feel really sad too, and bad about yourself. But I want to hurt you physically. 
I don't have to hurt you. Sometimes I do want to fight you, but I prefer very much to make you very, very sad about yourself. If I could do both, it's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he wants to stay out of prison. There's no law against posting posting a DNA letter online. However, there are several laws against assault and battery. So (laughs) that's what I would do. You know, just confront them about it. If you're going to do it in person and you're not going to mail the letter, like I said, again, please do it in a public place just for safety's sake, because shit like this tends to escalate extremely quickly. And there are knives and guns in most people's houses. So good luck. I'm really sorry. That sucks. And I'm also sorry that I laughed so loud. Yeah. You, it was the DNA test. Like, That's you really it. ain't shit for laughing at that. Like, what's I wrong with you? I did not know you could do it at home. How did you not know that? You can get a DNA test at, like, fucking Walgreens. And I bet you can get one at Well, Dwayne you know Reed. what? You can get an HIV test at home, too. Yeah. And like cocaine. You I don't know take, how I didn't know that. You can test for like everything. Yeah. Okay. Next letter. Next letter is from Anonymous. And Anonymous said, I have a huge dilemma in my life. I recently found out two weeks ago that I have herpes. I've been tested many times and doctors have never told me about my status. However, I mean, sorry, honestly, many doctors do not test for herpes unless you have had an outbreak. I'm heartbroken over this news and do not know who to tell. I recently started dating a guy and we have had sex with a condom, which, by the way, does not matter. In the case of herpes, you can still pass herpes herpes back and forth with a condom and unprotected oral sex. So it's a good chance he may have it now as well. He may have even given it to me. But when I talked to him about STD testing in the past, he said he was tested and he was clean. And I told him I was clean as well because I believed I was. So how do I tell him that I have herpes? How do I tell future partners? Am I destined to be single? And should I tell any family members? I currently live with my parents and two little brothers. I feel like my parents will not let me will not let me be around them when they find out my status. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, herpes is kind of it's an STD that's kind of just unfortunate. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> like it's just if you're going to I'm imagining one, that you have genital herpes. Yeah. You so. have genital sir. She has this she or he has genital herpes okay so what you're gonna have to do i mean well he or she has gone to the doctor yes yes you're just gonna have to roll with whatever the doctor tells you just found out two weeks ago Mm. that this person has herpes so i have a, a lot of things in this letter were like red flags for me first of all it really disturbs me that you feel like using a condom protects against herpes because it doesn't yeah it does. you can definitely still pass it back and forth there are a lot of STDs you can get from from I mean, even if you use a condom, right. and it's actually kind of scary because people don't really know about it. And the thing about herpes is that HPV it can come back over and over for your whole life. Yeah. So, not to like try to make you feel bad about it or anything, but it's very yeah important. because it's not like don't feel bad, like don't feel like you did something just heinous because it's just a whole lot of people like have sex and get herpes. Like you're not alone. Right. In this. <laughs> it's just something that you know. Unfortunately, it occurs sometimes with people. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It's not a sinner's disease, like Tyler Perry would probably want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just have to treat it. Be honest with, you know, your sexual partners and, you know, and just don't, like, feel bad about yourself. In honesty, a lot of people have herpes. A lot. A lot of people. It's just like HPV. It's like one of those STDs where you can get it even if you have a condom and a lot of people have it and they have, like, an asymptomatic strain. Right. So they don't, you know, have any symptoms and they, they're carrying it and pass it along to people. And they and have they, no and idea. And they have no idea that they, they have it. And it just so happens... This boyfriend or whoever could have given it to you. Right. He could have, you know, no symptoms and could have given it to you. And he could have had no idea. Like, it's just a messy situation. But first of all, I want you to know that 
Using a condom does not protect against all STDs. Only abstinence protects against every STD. Doesn't that suck? It re- doesn't that suck? <laughs> but the only way to make sure you never get an STD is to not have sex. And also, just because somebody tells you that they were tested and their test results came back negative. Yeah, that's another important first thing First of all, you. I would not take that information just at face value. Because people will say anything to get some ass. I'm not saying that that's what your boo did, but... Literally, people will say anything if they feel like it'll get them smashed. So if you're going to have sex with somebody, condom or no, I really feel like it's a great idea to go get tested together, get your results together. That way you both know what the deal is and you can make an informed decision from there. So as far as telling him, I know, I mean, I don't know, but this seems like it's got to be, you know, top 10 hardest moment of your life. But Anybody that you're having sex with deserves to know yes. that this is a risk. You either are going to stop having sex with the individual or you're going to tell them. Yeah. The, right. I'm not going to advise the you. Way, the way, the way, right. You can pick which one you want to do, but please let it be one or the other. Do not continue to have sex with this person. Do not have sex with other people without disclosing your STD status beforehand. But on the other hand, People are not, even though it's a great idea and even though it's the right thing to do, people are not required to tell you what their HIV status is, what their STD status is. People are not required to tell you how many sex partners they've had. They don't have to tell you whether they used to be, you know, in same sex sexual relationships. They don't have to tell you anything. So you need to, and that goes for everybody, keep that in mind when you decide to sleep with somebody. What they're telling you may not be the truth. And all you can go off of is what's happening right now and what you know for sure. So it's so important to go get tested together and get your results together so that you can make that decision. And whatever it is, like if if whatever the test results end up being, at least, you know, and you can make an informed decision. It's really fucked up to have sex with somebody and not tell them, hey, I'm carrying such and such. And this is a risk. Right. I I mean, I don't I don't think as far as telling your family i don't know i don't think you need to tell your family. i don't either especially since you feel a degree of shame about it and you're which you shouldn't but i say you shouldn't i mean you don't really need to tell your family because it, they don't need to know it's not something that's going to you're not having sex with anybody in your family yeah, you don't you're not have having to. sex with your family so they don't need to know it it's not going to kill you and like you'll be fine they don't I mean, need to know I, I don't want you to let the guilt that you're feeling keep you from a treatment program because that's where a lot of people end up kind of spiraling down. Yes. Right. (laughs) You need to get treated. Right. Please, please don't feel like this is my heart just kind of breaks for people in these situations. Like, please don't feel like, you know, you're this terrible person or you're dirty or whatever. And so you don't go to the doctor and don't get checked out. Please, please start a treatment program. If you can do that. that. Even if you did some foul shit, it ended up with, with whatever disease, you still need to get treated for it. Like you shouldn't just lay there and let it, you know, take over your body or what have you. Right. Even if you pulled an Amanda Bynes and you were just sleeping with anybody who offered the dick, like still, even still, even if you feel like you're completely in the wrong and you did everything wrong and this is what you get, even if that's what's going through your head still, but this is not one of the situations at all. You shouldn't feel any, you know, guilt. You shouldn't feel any shame. I know it's just a situation that's unfortunate. It's kind of gross. Just get it treated and be honest. Yeah. You'll be fine. I know it sucks, but you can definitely move on and have a healthy, happy life going forward. It's not a death sentence at all. 
Okay. Okay. Let's move forward. All right. Do you ever read? I don't think I do, actually. What? I've had, I know, I can't believe it, but I've had like an insane week. It's been so busy at work. I've been like running around like crazy and I just am not angry at all at anything. So I don't really have anything to read this week. Okay. How do you feel? I want to know what your read is. My read is kind of um, like an, another chapter to a previous read. Yes. Remember the time that I did that read about people who, well, I did read about people who have like these titles and they don't really know what it is and their egos and shit. Oh, when we were talking about like, especially people in cities like New York and Atlanta who are like, oh, I'm a stylist and I'm this and I'm that and the niggas do nothing. Right. So I have moved that forward and I'm going to kind of piggyback off of it. (laughs) Okay. Um, This is what I have to say. I think that when it comes to cities like New York, Atlanta, Los Angeles, few other places, Mm -hmm. metropolitan areas, whatever you want to call it. Right, big cities. A lot of, in the cities where people are trying to quote unquote make it, Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times what happens with certain people, not all of them, but with certain people, they start to allow their egos to take control of their common sense. Oh. I think that a lot of you, and for whatever reason, it just seems to be a lot of gay men for whatever. Or maybe that's just because I'm hanging out with so many of them. Or know somebody. That, I don't know. I'm sure that it's, it's, I know it's everyone across the entire spectrum. But a lot of you are just living in a fantasy. Like you're living in a world of this like false pretense. This just like you're, you're telling yourself that you are worth something that you're not. And you have this horrible idea of who you are. And it's just, it's, it's skewed. Jesus. No, I'm being serious. I know you are. I'm just <laughs> cracking and what up. What I'm saying is, you're so out, like you're, you're so far outside of where you are <laughs> that you lose control. Like you're, you're on a complete, you think that you're on another path. Right. And it just kind of stops you from moving forward on your actual path because in your head, you're living this life that you're not really living in reality. So your career, like your real life career can't move anywhere <laughs> because you're not moving it because you think you're out here living this other life. Now, the problem is uh-huh. when someone else comes into the picture and you look at that person and you say that that person is either successful or that person is succeeding or that person is just doing what they love and is happy with themselves and is not, you know, feeling a competition or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes a point where your insecurities explode in your face and you're like, forced to deal with your reality because you look at a person who's doing something that you would like to do or is making moves that you want to make and then it just throws you right back to your reality and you hate it so then it becomes a problem and a conflict all i'm saying is the problem is with you (laughs) it's not with me i was gonna say this sounds like I am you. (laughs) this sounds like the type of thing that happens when people because i've heard about this from a few guys 
and girls who, you know, kind of look at you and wish they could do what you're doing or be what you're being. And so they don't focus on their own brand because they're so worried about what you are doing, Kid Fury, and like your success and how all that works out. Right. <laughs> look. <laughs> You know, like, you know, more than anybody that I like never see it for myself. Like, you know, that a lot of times I don't. Kid Fury is the most self-deprecating person. Like, he just anytime you give him a compliment or you congratulate him on something, he's like, oh, girl, it's nothing. Whatever. Whatever. It's over. Whatever. Like, that is exactly how he is. Like, he blows off everything. I'm literally just doing what I like doing. Like, I'm enjoying myself. And I'm blessed to be making money from it and living in a city that's full of opportunities. Like, I'm just so excited about that that I don't look at what anybody else is doing. I don't measure what I'm doing alongside anyone else because for what? What God has for me is for me and what God has for you is for you. There's literally nothing that I could do to stop God's plan for you. Nothing. But there's plenty that you can do to stop it. You better preach today. So if you would get out of my blessings and mind yours, then maybe your career would move forward. Isn't it crazy how that works? That's all you have to do is worry about your damn self. That's it. It's not complicated. It's not hard. And stop running around here like you're doing things that you're not doing. <laughs> Girl, you're not doing it. Stunts and shows. Literally anyone could get a little single with a photoshopped cover on it on iTunes. Anybody could do it. Anyone. Yep. Doesn't mean that anyone's actually buying it. It's no shade. It's the truth. So stop acting like you're running out round out here fucking like getting ready to perform at the Grammys, girl, because you're not. Like you can't even perform at the pier. Like you can't like you oh can't. Oh my god, you ain't shit. You can't even perform at El Morocco. What are you talking about? <laughs> like what are you like what are you talking about? Are you trying to cover it? Are you mad at me? Like what are you like you're not a partner. You don't own a PR firm. The thing about success You don't like represent anyone who matters like what are you doing stop your hashtags girl tired of them like it's no shade what i'm saying no it's definitely shade maybe a little bit but listen what i'm saying is just live in your reality i don't know how many times i have to say that it's just annoying it is vile to see people who are just pretentious and act like they're worth more than they aren't that worth more than they are right like just live your life. Live your life. There's nothing. Listen, I'm the first one to tell you, bitch. I'm in the hood all the time. I love hood snacks. I love getting high. <laughs> like, I'm not out here giving you Barack Obama. Like, I'm utter trash. I'm not even out here giving you B. Scott. Like, I'm trash. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I am like <laughs> trash. But, I'm blessed and lucky enough to be doing some things that are pretty cool, like this fucking podcast with you. Oh, yeah. So I'm never going to live outside of my reality and be like, well, girl, I'm an iTunes king, bitch, because we had number one comedy show on on iTunes, Miss Honey. Look at the facts, bitch. Like, picture me. I'm having fun. Why are you hoes? I have to make everything so serious. Like, you really, and then you ain't even really doing what the fuck you say you're doing. Eat a dick, girl. No one has time for your shenanigans. The jig is up. The thing about success is that I don't think anyone has ever become successful because they were busy minding somebody else's business. Come on. That's all I have to say about that. I don't think... Beyonce cut Latavia and Latoya off 
And she said, girl, Sarah, I don't know what you about to do. Bye. But girl, I'm moving forward. I'm coming for the world. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to mind my business. And I'm going to thank God for every single one of these blessings that he gives, that he showers upon my life. I'm going to worry not at all about you. No passengers on my plane. How the fuck are you supposed to move forward if you're mad that somebody else is doing good things? You can't see where you're going if your nose is in somebody else's book. You Literally just can't. not. You can't do it. You can't. Baby. Why don't you congratulate that nigga over there and then get back to your work? Right. It's I mean, it's just it's not complicated. And a lot of people like to try to pit Internet personalities or YouTube personalities against each other. It's not about that. I just that. thought of another one. Girl, look, <laughs> at the end of the day. Work. At the end of the day, look, if you have a problem with me or uh, anything that I'm doing, I would just like to let you know right now, you have to take a number and be pissed and sit there because I'm making no plans to do anything less than be sickening. Like, I'm making no plans to do anything less than that. Look at this glorious quote. So... Hopefully, you can mind your own damn business and get back to the glory of the Lord that you serve. Yeah. And you can do well for yourself. <laughs> and mind none of Kid Fury's goddamn business. Because Kid Fury's going to win. And Kid Fury is not worried about yours. And he's not worried about yours at all. He's and barely- then I clap my hands for damn near everybody. Like I, like, I don't fuck with nobody. I don't say nothing to any of these niggas. So... Whatever it is that you're mad about, bitch, you're gonna be pissed for a long time. Wouldn't it be more? Wouldn't it make more sense for you to be happy about the things that you're doing than be pissed about the things that Kid Fury's doing? Wouldn't it? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Look, you gonna always go have to swallow a dick and be glad about that. <laughs> like that's all I have to say, and I'm done. Somebody reminded me a couple of days ago that after that whole event at Revel that I talked about last week. Apparently, when I got back on Twitter, I said something along the lines of this is not the first time you're going to be jealous of me. So (laughs) I don't give a fuck about your feelings. And that was a pompous thing to say. I mean, it was true, but it was also kind of stuck up and uppity. But sometimes you just have to remind people like what I'm doing is for me and I'm not focused on you. Thank you. It would be stuck up and uppity to me if it was like, oh, girl, look at all the things that I'm doing. Don't you want some of this, too? I don't think that way. Right. I'm just thankful for the little bit of, of happiness that I have. A little bit of moves that I make, bitch. I literally do nothing but Kid Fury for a living. Right. And I live in New York, one of the most expensive cities in the world. I mean, go on and give yourself your props. Because you are actually, yeah, you're making it and you're doing it. And that's I'm just a, thankful for that's that. That's something to be applauded. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's not easy and everybody ain't able. I don't have to get on the train and go to work at 9 o'clock in the morning. And, and, and while we on that... Let me just say for the record, don't put my name in none of this shit. <laughs> because Crystal West has a job and has had a job since she was 15 years old. Crystal West is not a YouTube personality. I'm not a blogger. I'm a regular ass person. I didn't sign up for no lofty entertainment shit. This is literally a show where this nigga was like, hey, you want to go do this show? We can do it once if you want. If you don't like it, we don't have to do it no more. And that was the fucking end, girl. So when you talk about Kid Fury versus such and such or ABC or XYZ, keep Crystal West the fuck out of it. Because, girl, I go to work and I clock the fuck in and I love it. And my boss, I have four bosses and none of them give a fuck about none of this. All they care about is that I give them my time and attention for 10 to 12 hours a day. And so that's what the fuck I focus on. So leave me the fuck out of it, girl. Cause I'm not in this shit. This is, this is not 
everything that I do, as far as entertainment is concerned, I love it. And it's so much fun. But girl, this is not my job. So keep me out of it. I saw there is to that. <laughs> that was your read. A, pff, that was my read. Because I'm tired of seeing my name in conjunction with XYZ and all these other people. Like, no, sweetie, I go to work Monday through Friday. <laughs> Don't put me in this shit, shit. Don't put me in an ether because, girl, <laughs> I'm literally not doing anything but minding my business and having a good time. That's it. And I'm not mad at anybody else who's minding their business and having a good time and getting a coin on it. Like, for, like be pissed for what? There are enough ad dollars out here for all of us. For how many times do I have to say it? For all of us, there are enough AdSense dollars out here for everybody. You, you, and you, and you, and you at home listening to this right now could literally be getting some of this money, bitch. <laughs> there's, there's so much to go around. You're not taking money from us by doing your own thing. There is money for everybody. Everyone. And any idiot with a blog can sign up for Google AdSense, slap it on the blog, and start earning coins. Now, as they go, they're going to come in slow. At first, but as you build your audience, they will grow. The point is that nobody is taking from anybody else. There's enough room out here for every last one of us to sit at the table and eat, girl. All of us. Well, <laughs> there that we was go. My single moment of slightly feeling myself. I mean, go on and talk your shit. Even Beyonce had to let these hoes know. Like, I've been nice for too long, girl. Don't get it twisted. Like, look. Because you know I don't be seeing it for myself at, like, at all. I wish y'all knew. Maybe if he does a reality show, you guys can see how he is. But he is always talking down about himself. It's ridiculous. And every time like something amazing happens and he makes like a new famous friend or something, he's like, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, they probably just like that. Like, girl, shut up. You are fucking everything and you know it. So quit acting like that. Girl, no, I'm not. Okay. See, this is the type of shit I be talking about with you. Anyway. Anyway. We're done. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> Don't forget to log on. I'm able to send us your emails at askthereed at gmail.com. Don't forget to go to thisistheread.com. We have a shop up there now. Actually, our pre-sale is over. And when the um, when the regular sale starts, it'll be back up. And all the pre-sale oh, yes. orders will be coming out in a couple weeks. So You're right. thanks so much, everybody, for supporting that. And don't forget to send in your listener photos. That is probably my new favorite part of the website with all of your pictures and all of you glorious people listening to the show, that is so fucking cool. So just don't tag us in it on Instagram. <laughs> the thing about, I mean, we've said this, but we're never going to see it, girl. So just please email it yes. and we will put it on the site. And send Crystal your words mean things stories on crystal.com or crystal.tumblr.com. I just, the words mean things. It's everything. I just. It's like my favorite. One girl said that she uses it every time she gets into an argument with her boyfriend. He just sits there and looks at her like, bitch, what? Like, he just gets so frustrated, like, oh, words do mean things. Like, ugh. Like, like what can you say? You can can't you say anything after that. The thing about, you have to say what you mean when you're communicating, because if you don't, I'm not going to understand what you're trying to say. It's so fucking simple. Well, that's, that's another show. Don't forget to go on over to our our sponsors for the week, Audible, at audiblepodcast.com slash read. Thank you to Audible for supporting us. You have any parting thoughts this week? Um, I'm just gonna go on ahead and say fuck niggas get pizza again. Oh my god, are you kidding? Because I was about to say fuck bitches get money. Work. We are the same fucking person. The same one. Anyway, this is our show. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada, yada. 
and bye. If you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.